You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The Bible is all we need to equip us for a life of faith and service. Discover more about this truth in week six of our series, WordView. If you have your Bible, let's open it on Deuteronomy 29, 29. And let me start. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. Let's bow down our heads and pray. Lord, thank you that what you have revealed to us, Lord, your very word, your very scripture, Lord, is the only thing that we need to live this life so that we can honor you and glorify you and enjoy your very presence. Lord, that's our prayer, that as we, as we wind up our series, as we, we, we learn more about your word, Lord, it will not just be head knowledge, but it will really transform our lives, that it will impact not only our family, but even the society that we belong to. Lord, thank you for your word is living and active. Lord, that it will penetrate even the, the, the marrows, the joints, Lord, even the dividing soul. Lord, it will judge our heart and it will set us free. Lord, thank you. Bless the preaching of your word. Holy Spirit, we invite you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Sabi niya dyan, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. Now, in our world today, there are so many things that we still don't know. So many unanswered questions. Na-experience na ba yan? May kausap kayo? Bro, totoo ba yung dinosaur? Kasi na, may, may napanood ako, ganito daw yung dinosaur, pero parang hindi ako makapaniwala. Or baka may nagtanong sa inyo, totoo kaya ang alien? No, tignan mo ngayon katabi mo. Alien ka ba? Maybe you have some unanswered questions. Many people don't trust God because there are so many things that we don't understand. Meron kaming victory group. A uh, few years back, we were like 12 in the group. And uh, nahirapan sa amin yung victory group leader namin, si Jason Lo. Kasi mga tanong namin, bro, paano nabuhay ang dinosaur? But wala naman sa Bible yun? Tapos meron pang isang intelligent question from an intelligent person. Sabi niya, bro, paano ba nag-move yung cubes ng pyramid papunta sa taas? Eh, wala pa naman mga traktora nun. Paano nila ginawa yun? How, how come it happened? Sabi nung isang uh, Victory Group member na parang geologist yata yung course nun. Sabi niya, bro, it's the study of sound waves. Pag pumalakpak yung tao nun dahil pure pa yung oxygen, gumagalaw yung mga cubes na yan, kayang iangat yung mga cubes to build the pyramid. So, parang ako, parang, oh man, am I in the right group? Maybe some of you, your question is, bakit may cancer? I'm, I'm serving God and yet my mom is, is ill with cancer. Or bakit may ISIS? Bakit pumapatay ng mga Kristiyano to? Kala ko, Lord, you are for us. Now, are you against us? Why are, you, why are our brothers and sisters being killed left and right? Bakit may marawi? Bakit may corruption? A lot of questions in our mind. If God is for me, why is my marriage shattered? 
Why am I in this kind of relationship, Lord? Pinagpray ko sa itong God's best na to. Tagal kong pinagpray to, Lord. And why are we in this situation? Now, all we need to know, ladies and gentlemen, the only thing that we need to know are the essentials. We have those questions in, in our mind. Yeah, that's okay. Pang trivia, pang kiliti ng utak. But those are non-essentials. All we need to know are the essential things that we need to know. The essential things are written in the scripture. Essential things. Ano yung mga essential things na yan? Jesus and His death and resurrection. That's essential. Salvation through grace. That's essential. Holy Spirit. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit? Nagsis na ba ang power ng Holy Spirit? You need to study the Holy Spirit. Why? That's essential. Now, for the non-essentials, it's charity. For the essential, it's unity. We fight for it. Pero the essential things are the only things that we need to know. You don't need to know if there's an alien out there. Why? Because the things that we don't know or we don't understand would not help us in our relationship with God. A lot of, a, a lot of people now are trying to con- contend science and God. They try to match science and God, which in fact, it's an insult to our God. God created science. Yung iba sinasabi, dami na nating alam. We don't need God. I know a lot of, uh, about science. I don't need God. But to tell you the truth, even scientists today would, would attest that there is now, sabi nila, a probability that there is God, that God is existent. Even, even a famous scientist, he, say, he said in one of his articles, Si Andrew Fleet, sabi niya, I'm announcing my retirement from the stringent rhetoric of atheism. And based on these conclusions, I now change my mind. He, he is now attesting to the, to the probability that there is indeed a God, our God. Now, yung mga bagay na hindi natin maintindihan, pero ginagamit natin, ano yung mga example na yun? Wi-Fi. Meron tayong mga bagay na we don't understand. We don't even know how it works, but we use it. That's okay. Pero may mga bagay na hindi natin alam, hindi pa useful, tapon yun na lang. Alright? Not useful for your godly living. Now, today we'll talk about the sufficiency of the Word. When you say sufficiency of the Word, the Scripture contains everything to, you need to know about God everything you need to know how to live a life pleasing to God, and everything you need to know on how to obey God in your life. The Bible or the Scripture is sufficient, first and foremost, to know God. The Scripture would tell you who God is. He, he, he is not just a creator. He is not just a, a genie that you can call when things are broken. But He is indeed an almighty God. But at the same time, He is our Father. He is a relational God. And you wouldn't know this if you don't go back to Scripture. Manguhula na lang kayo. Ah, kaya ako ganito kasi pinaparosahan ako ni God eh. Kaya ako nandito sa sitwasyon nito kasi galit sa akin ang Panginoon. 
When in fact, yes, you might be in sin, but you're missing the point of Him being a relational God. Him calling you out from darkness. Why? Because you're not reading the Scripture. Our God is a relational God. Even in Genesis, when He created the universe, when He created the world, He created man and woman. Hindi siya pumayag na mag-isa lang yung man. He created a woman, a, a suitable helper for us men. And He made man and woman in His image and likeness. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Image and likeness ni God. Our God, who is a triune God, is in a relationship with one another. And because of this relationship with one another, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it, it's just an overflow. And because we are created in their image and likeness, we are also a relational creature. Di ba marami sa atin, hindi nga makatagal pag walang partner. Hindi makatagal pag walang kausap. Why? We're, we're built like that in His image and likeness. Our God is a relational God. He is not about religion. Our God is not... Uh, let me rephrase that. When you say Christianity, some, some people would say it's religion. Well, if you don't read the Bible, if you don't understand who God is, you would think that it's religion. It's not anything different from other religion out there. But if you read the Bible, if you meditate on His Word, if you see who God is, you would know that our God is a relational God. It's not about, it's not about the services that we put out there for God. But it's about a communication with our Father. His original intent for man and woman was to be in a relationship. For man and woman to enjoy His presence and His glory. But that changed. Alam nyo kung bakit nagbago yung original design ni God for man and woman to be in a relationship with Him? It's because man and woman, Adam and Eve, challenged the very Word of God. When, when, when the serpent appeared in the garden, anong sabi niya? Did God really say? Chinalenge niya yung Word ni God na sinabi ni God, oh, ito lang yung gagawin niyo. Sabi niya in Genesis 2.16, And the Lord God commanded the man saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So I'm imagining Eve, while talking to the serpent, he was, she was already imagining, what's the possibility of taking this and eating it? Hawakan ko kaya? Na curious. That very command of God, she forgot. And she was curious to know the things na hindi na dapat nalaman. Dapat hindi niya na pinuntahan yun. If, if hindi nangyari imagine our world today, it will be a lot different. Totally different. But because the Word of God was challenged, it severed our relationship with God forever. The Word of God was very clear during that time, but they went beyond the revealed word. They became curious. Sabi nga nila, curiosity kills the cat. Knowledge of the things that are not revealed will never bring us closer and into a relationship with God. But studying and knowing the revealed things will bring you back 
into that relationship. Maybe some of you, you're like that. You, you, you have a lot of questions and you're focusing on the non-essentials. Let me tell you this. It will not bring you any closer to our God. Just open the word, meditate on it, and communicate with our God who is a relational God. In John 5.39, you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life. But scriptures point to me. When we read the Bible, we see how God is through Jesus. When you open from Genesis to Revelation, you would see the person of Jesus in every page. You would see that Jesus is the central story of the Bible. And through Jesus, we get to know the plan of God for salvation. In 2 Timothy 3.15, it says there, And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. This was Paul reminding Timothy, Timothy, you're the next pastor, but you have to stay with what you have learned. You have to... You have to keep the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation. Why? Why was Paul reminding Timothy about this? Because during this time, there were a lot of false teachings. And see, Timothy grew up with his grand, uh, grandmother, Lois, and his mother, Eunice. And sabi ni Paul, kung ano'y natutunan mo sa kanya, kung ano'y nakita mo sa life nila, stick with it. Hold on to it. Why? Because... It's the very word of God that they're holding on to. The Bible is sufficient for our salvation. This salvation is appropriated only through faith in Christ Jesus. Hindi po natin in-earn to. In Ephesians 2.8, it says, Therefore, by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. Everybody say, it is the gift of God. Regalo po yan. If you don't know the scripture, if you don't open the Bible, mapapagod kayo. Why? You'll keep on performing. You'll keep on thinking that, um, I, I need to, to do this. I need to go, uh, I need to donate this. I need to do charity. I need to do good works. I need to go to church every Sunday. I need to do victory groups. I need to do this. So that I can get the favor of God. I can, I can be saved and go to heaven one day. Mapapagod po kayo. And why, why does it happen? Why, why, are, why, why are there so many people encountering this problem? Because of lack of knowledge of the scripture. The Bible, this book, is sufficient for our salvation. You have to know God. You have to know who He is and what His plan is for our salvation. It is sufficient to know God. Moving on, in Romans 12, too, it says there, Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. The Bible is sufficient to know God. 
Now, this time, the Bible is sufficient to know His will. A lot of us, even me, when, when I was starting out in my faith, I would ask God, Lord, what is your will for me? Ano yung will mo sa akin, Lord? Lord, ito ba yung papasukan kong school? What is your will for me? Anong college? Anong course? Lord, may gusto kong babae. Is she your will for me? Well, the Bible would not tell you who to pick or who to choose or where to go to in your college years. It's not that exhaustive. It won't deal with the specifics. But let me tell you this. The Bible is sufficient in giving you biblical principles on how you can handle your business, on how you can excel in your workplace, on how you can be excellent in the school. The Bible would even tell you or give you qualifications of who to marry. The Bible doesn't contain the names of the person that you will marry. Baka yung iba sa inyo, Lord, I'm praying for my best, Lord. Tapos, after mo mag-pray, may dumaan. Ang pangalan, Joseph. Ay, Joseph! Biblical! Ito nasagot sa prayer. That's not how it works. You need to be into, in, in a relationship with the Father through, through Christ Jesus so that you would know His will, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Hindi kailangan mag-scribble ka through the pages, Lord. Ang pangalan niya kasi, ano eh, rango. Lord, walang rango dito, patay. Lord, ang gwapo niya, pero rango pangalan. Doesn't work that way. You need to get into a relationship with the Father through Jesus. You want to know what God's will for you? Read the Word. Meditate the Word. Chew on the word. Ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me understand. Open my eyes. Open, open the ears of my heart that I may hear you, that I may know your will. The Bible is all you need to know, not everything you want to know. The Bible is all you need to know, not everything you want to know. Now, let us go and see some practical applications of the sufficiency of the Word of God. So, again, baka makalimutan nyo lang, sulat nyo, the Bible is sufficient to know God and His plan of salvation. The next one is that the Bible is sufficient to know God's will. Now, we go to the practical application. Three stories that I would uh, share with you tonight. First is found in Luke 5. Verse 5. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but I, at your word, I will let down the nets. This was, this was a time when Simon Peter already threw their nets even before Jesus came. Alright? So, pangalawa na to. Pangalawang tapo na ng net niya. Pero sabi niya, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word. Everybody say, at your word. But at your word, I will let down the nets. Grabe, no? The word of God is sufficient for our past experiences. Even if your past is a failure. Even if you commit mistakes, a lot of it. Even if you sin big time. 
Pastor, dami ko ng kasalanan. Di ko alam kung mapapatawad pa ako ni Lord. Yes! Even your, your dirtiest shadows, your dirtiest secrets, God knows it. Nothing is hidden from our God. Why? Because He is God. Peter failed at fishing, but when he heard Jesus' words, he did not ask why. Lord, bakit ko gagawin to? He didn't ask, Lord, anong logic behind your command? He didn't say, Lord, ano ba yan? Totoo ba yan? But he said, but at your word. For Peter, the word of Jesus was already enough. Question is, is the word of God sufficient for you? When you know that and, and you're holding on to the word of God, Lord, I know this promise is true. Pero challenge ka because of waiting, because of time. Do you go back and say, Lord, I'm gonna wait. Lord, I'm gonna try again. Lord, I'm gonna do this again. Lord, no matter how many mistakes I make, Lord, I'm gonna learn and then I'm gonna go back again. And Lord, dami ko ng failures sa business, dami ko ng perang inubos. But at your word, but at your word, Lord, that's already sufficient. I'm gonna share you a story of a couple whom I, I just baptized yesterday. This is a story of Sue and Dave. They were living together for 12 years and uh, believe me when I say they started young. 12 years living in, they started 14 years old. Yung lalaki, hindi pa naman 40 yan. Ah. Bata ba yan? They started 14 years old. The guy, the guy uh, courted this girl and started living in together. For them, it was okay. They celebrated their relationship. Why? Be- they didn't know the word. Ang alam nila, they were doing okay. 12 years of, of good life. Yes, there were challenges. But for them, it's part of life. But they didn't know the scripture. They, they didn't know the revealed things of God. They were living in and they were very proud of their relationship. When they encountered Jesus though, when they heard the preaching of the word, something changed. Something changed. Maybe some of you are in that situation. Parang, tagal na Lord eh, nakasanayan ko na to, okay na yan. Pero you're missing out on a lot of things. Start opening the word, the rich word of God, so that you can get out of, of slavery. So that you can taste and see that the Lord is good. You failed and made some bad decisions in the past. Just declare this, Lord, I made bad decisions in the past, but at your word. Lord, I have sinned against you, but at your word. Lord, I failed my marriage, but at your word. You know, when you open the scripture, when you get into a relationship with Jesus, it gives you hope. And that's my prayer for each and every one of you. That you will never leave this place without hope. That you would know that hope is in the scripture. And you can hold on to it. The word of God is sufficient for my past experiences. In Matthew 8, verse 8, it says there, 
But the centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. This was a time when Jesus healed the leprous man. And after healing this, this guy with the leprosy, he was um, welcomed by the centurion. Or sinalubong siya ng centurion. And this centurion, having a servant who was ill, said, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word, and my servant will be healed. Say this with me. Lord, your word is sufficient. Even in my challenging circumstances. Imagine this. This centurion, sabi niya kay Jesus, Lord, kahit wag ka nang pumunta, sabihin mo lang, and this servant of mine will be healed. That's how powerful the word of God is. You can declare it. You can hold on to it. You can proclaim it in your life, in your business, in your marriage, and let God work in it. Now, it may take some time. It may take some waiting on your part. But what's important is you're holding on to the Word of God. Sue and Dave started walking in their journey with Jesus. Two of our leaders, Magasawa, si John and Kath, there in the picture, started doing one-to-one with them. Now, as they continuously hear the Word of God, a lot of their lifestyle changed. Nagkaroon ng transformation. That's, the, that's how powerful the Word of God is. When you encounter the Word of God and you not just put it in your mind, but you let it down in your heart, it changes your life's direction. Kung dati, you're living a life of sin, now you're going there. Now, hindi siya 100%. Some of your sins or your struggles, it would still be there. But the good thing about the Word of God, about your relationship with Christ, it's that it's progressive. Basta dere-derecho ka lang. Now, as they continuously hear the Word of God, lifestyle change, Sue and Dave is now faced with a huge challenge. How many of you felt that or experienced that? Naging Kristiyano ka, dumami problema mo. Parang nakita ko, may gumagana, no? Parang ganun lang, And what's funny is, when you become a Christian and you encounter challenges, Minsan, you want to quit. Tama ba? Parang, Lord, babalik na lang ako sa dati kong buhay. Parang nang pumasok ako sa Christianity, lalo akong napagod, lalo akong, mas nawalan ako ng kaibigan, nawalan akong pera, yung negosyo ko, bumaba. And, and those things, the, the things that you cannot answer starts to distort the Word of God in your mind. But let me tell you this, it's part of what the Scripture is saying. When you accept Christ, it's not a life full of red roses. Challenges will come. In fact, the Bible clearly states that troubles will come. Persecution will come. But let's not look at the present circumstances. Let's look at the future hope and glory that is promised for His children. Why? All of us will die at one point in our life. Dami ko ng ginawang memorial service. Iba-ibang edad. Merong 8 months old. Merong hindi pa pinapanganak. Merong 99 years old. 45 years old. 20 years old. Different ages. Different status in life. Walang pinipili. One day, we will all face judgment. The question is, are you holding on into a relationship with Jesus? 
Now, going back to their story, yung huge challenge nila, ano yun? Now that they know the scripture, ang pinakamalaking challenge nila, si Sue and Dave, how about our immoral relationship? What will we do about it? How many of you would agree, 12 years is not a joke? 12 years of being together, ang hirap niyan. Emotions have been poured, finances have been invested, friendship has been forged, and breaking it up, it will be a mess. And it was a huge challenge for them. But because of the Word of God working in and through their hearts, conviction started forming. When I got to talk to them, they want to get married. Sabi niya, Pastor, gusto ko na magpakasal. Kailan yan? As early as possible. Kailan yung as early as possible? One month from now. Usually, we don't allow it. We, at least three to six months preparation. Pero this time, I felt like I need to do this. So as the pastor, I said, I, I gave them a challenge. You know what? You still have one month Break up. Leave that house and go to another house. I don't care where you go. If you want to make it right with God, don't wait for that wedding day. Do it now. And you know what Dave did? After our meeting, he went home, packed his bags, went off to Bulacan, left the relationship. Now, they were um, uh, getting in touch with each other for the preparation of the wedding through mobile phone na lang. Tawag na lang. But they stood on that conviction that they will never go back to that relationship. Grabe. That's, that's only the working of the Word of God. Maybe some of you are in this dilemma. How can I overcome this situation? How can I overcome this challenge? Go back to the Word. Why? Because the Word will be your conviction. Because the Word will be your foundation. That when challenging time comes, you, you will not be shaken. Why? Your, your foundation is solid. Hindi na yung foundation mo dati na shaky. Go back to the Word of God. Why? The Word of God is sufficient for your present circumstances. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. This is the reason why you can stand on your foot holding on to your conviction. Why? Because you know, you are confident that your God will uphold you on His righteous hand. If God is for you, who can be against you? But you would miss this if you are not reading the Bible. Lastly, the Word of God is sufficient for my future fears. Peter answered in Matthew 14, 28, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. This was a time when, when Jesus was saying, take courage. Kasi merong mga huge waves. Waves hitting the boat. Winds blowing the boat. Sabi ni Jesus, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Sabi ni Peter, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Peter stepped out of the, that boat in faith. Sabi niya, Lord, if it's you, I'm gonna go. Stepped out of his comfort zone. His comfort zone was his boat. 
You know, Sue and, Sue and Dave, because of the Word of God being deposited in their hearts, they took that stepping out of the boat. Twelve years was their comfort zone. But because of the Word of God working in them, stepped out of that boat. They've left Sue and lived in a different house. Eventually, they got married. Show the picture. I officiated their marriage uh, back in December. And, grabe lang, it was in a cafe. Wala naman silang ganun kalaking pera eh. It was in a cafe in Quezon City. And we were like 30, 40 people max. And it was just a small celebration. But that celebration was one of the most glorious celebrations I officiated. You know why? Because I know the story. Because I know the working of the Word, the working of God in their lives, happening real time. Wow, and, I, and when, I, when I said, now is the time, and I said the, 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 the last part of the wedding, you may now kiss the bride. It was so glorious. Not because it was the first time they kissed. In fact, it was 12 years of a moral relationship. But it was because of the work of Jesus. Nated in the, their, their life story now. Because of the transformed life that made it so exciting and glorious. Now their lives will never be the same again. Why? Because they stepped out of their comfort zone. They stepped out of that boat. Going back to Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. The truth has been revealed to Dave and Sue. That's why their lives will never be the same again. They, 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 they are now holding on to the word of God. Yes, they, they had a bad past, but that's the past. The Bible is sufficient to erase your past, to erase the multitude of sins. Now they're, they're enjoying their relationship with God. And you know, pag binili kami in Deuteronomy 29.29 says there, these revealed things belong to us and to our children forever. I believe Dave and Sue will see their children walking in the ways of God. Why? Because of what God is doing in their life now and what the Word is doing or will do in the life of their children. Why? Because the Word of God is forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word will never pass away. His Word will endure forever. The Word that's working in the life of people today, the work the Word of God that's working in the life of David Sue is the same Word 2,000 years ago that worked in the life of those disciples. The Word of God is still relevant today. It's sufficient to know God's will, to know God is a relational God, to know His plan of salvation. His Word is still relevant to our day today. The revealed things the scripture is all we need to know. The word of God is sufficient for all of us. The question that I want to leave with you tonight, is the word of God sufficient for you today?
you just heard a podcast from Victory. For more messages like these and to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.